Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. This show is intended for mature audiences. It contains adult themes and references to emotional and physical abuse. Please listen with care. A Dear Media original podcast. But the queen was jealous. Snow White's pure beauty filled her with rage. So the queen sent her servant to kill the princess. But he was so overcome by Snow White's kindness that he took pity on her, telling her to run deep into the forest and never return. I love you more than all the stars, and all the planets, and all the world. Michael? say anything. I-, I was worried something happened. Oh, I didn't know we were doing that anymore. You know, because you stopped informing me of your schedule. Session six, Fred. When is this going to get better? I need to send Anton to the Getty, but I'm still 100% certain that the plane will crash. We have been talk-talk-talking to no avail. Grass grows faster. Well, these things take time. Anxiety takes years to develop, so we can't expect to solve it over. Coffee emergency! I'm surrounded by incompetence. Do I have to mop the floors and create all the orders as well? Jesus, it is not that hard to do one's job. But then again, maybe I should just get used to mopping the floors because that may be the only kind of job I can get after this place goes bankrupt. Do you want me to suggest some options that would let people fly? Yes, isn't that what I pay you for? I'm so sorry, Dr. Gildener. I am obviously in rare form today. Everyone has bad days, but I appreciate the self-awareness and the apology. So... 
The first option is to let Anton fly and live with your anxiety, which might not be ideal. <laughs> That's the understatement of the century. The second option would be something to consider carefully and discuss with a psychiatrist, not something to jump into until you feel confident with the decision, but anxiety medication might be helpful so the business can start functioning immediately. And then the third option, which as you've mentioned, will take more time, you and I work on the source of the anxiety in therapy. Out of those three options, I'd recommend a two-pronged approach. Medication and continuing our therapy sessions. No, medication's out. Okay, well, you wouldn't necessarily have to be on it long-term. Many people are assisted by medication during a particularly difficult period and then, under professional guidance, wean themselves off. Mother took everything in the book on top of the booze, and I refuse to be like her, so we'll just have to hope that option three works. All right. But it's always an option down the line. Taking medication under the supervision of a psychiatrist is very different than what you're describing with your mother. But if that's how you feel, we might as well get into it. Yes, let's. Why are you so certain you'll be punished with the deaths of your loved ones? I think, I don't know. Let's sit in this question for a while. Just vocalize whatever feelings or thoughts come up. It just feels like I deserve it for some reason. I, d I don't know why. Do you remember the first time you felt that way? <laughs> I've always felt this way. As pathetic as that is to say. <sighs> I think it must come back to the monster theme. We've talked about all the external validation you've received that negates this monster idea, and yet you still don't believe you deserve success or happiness. Yes, I mean, I intellectually understand what you're saying about me. The successful, smart, well-respected, but it, it doesn't feel real to me. Deep down, I, I don't believe that any of that is true. Okay, so we need to work on your internal self-worth and self-esteem. Why don't we just climb Mount Everest and call it a day? Typically, children build self-esteem and self-worth from unconditional parental love. However, your mother called you a monster every day throughout your entire childhood and demonized anyone who said otherwise, convincing you her opinion was the only one that mattered. Not only did she not do her job of imbuing you with value at an early age, but her consistent debasement actually did the opposite. It indoctrinated you with self-loathing. Mother's brainwashing techniques would be the envy of cult leaders and prison guards, that's for sure. <laughs> and that is why our work will take time. Deprogramming one's brain takes a lot of time and effort. Yes, and time is what I don't have. You know what bothers me the most? What? If this business fails, I'll end up proving my mother right. She was always certain I was a monster who would wind up a failure. Do you think you're subconsciously living up to your mother's expectations by letting the business fail? <sighs> the subconscious is your realm, Dr. Gildener. All I know is I am utterly unlovable and it will be taken away from me eventually. Ah, yes! Coffee. Come in. Here you go. Uh, Dr. G, did you want anything? I'm fine, thank you. We need an answer on the Getty? The answer is no, Vienna, as you already knew it would be. 
but Dr. Gildener assures me that we'll have me unbrainwashed soon, so hopefully everyone can start flying ASAP. Yeah, I, I wouldn't use that wording, but... Okay, I'll tell them. They aren't going to be happy. Alexandru isn't allowed to bring the coffee anymore since he seems to have an aversion to knocking. Um, oh, yes, back to the brainwashing. Right. I've noticed you share a lot about our sessions with your employees. Well, their livelihoods depend on what happens in here, Dr. Gildener. Don't you think they deserve to know what's going on? They might feel more comfortable with clearer professional boundaries. Just like how you're now requiring people to knock and actually wait for a response before entering your office. You can do the same for your emotions. Create the emotional barrier so everyone feels safe to play within it. None of this will matter when the business eventually fails. We keep getting away from the point, which is to rid me of my fear of flying. Right, well, all this stems from the same emotional place, but all right, let me ask a more direct question. Have these fears of losing loved ones as punishment for being a monster mostly played out in your mind? Or was there a time when you really had a loved one stripped away? I'm sorry, um... Stay in that feeling, Madeline. What's coming up for you? Boys! 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 Boys, put me down. We have company. Madeline's going to think that we belong in a zoo. Uh, you're using my girl as an excuse to get out of dancing with us, Mom. Sorry, babe. You know we got to keep Mom on our toes. Don't worry about me. I'm in heaven. You know I think your family is wonderful. The way you love each other is beautiful. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's corny. Well, I guess it's good that I like corny. Barry, did you invite Madeline to stay for dinner? He's too busy kissing. Shut the hell up, Joffrey! Language, Barry. <sighs> Madeline knows she has an open invitation, don't you, babe? Yes. Well, good. I want to make sure she feels welcome. Oh, please don't worry. You were all so generous, Mrs. Williams. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I, I wouldn't want to undercut the Williams hospitality here. So let me just make a formal invitation. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Miss Madeline Arlington, beauty of the seven seas and love of my life, would you care to dine with us this midsummer eve? <laughs> I would love nothing more. You guys are so weird. Thank you, Mrs. Williams. It's a relief to have another woman around from time to time. All these boys gang up on me, you know? Well, I couldn't agree more. It's good to have another woman around, especially one that's as smart and as pretty as you. Barry and I dated two years in high school. That's a long time at that age, you know? We went to brother and sister schools. His family went to the same club. We, we grew up together, running in and out of each other's houses before anything romantic started. He wasn't like most of the boys in our private school circle. I have honestly never met anyone as smart as he is. He, he actually turned down Harvard. I think he's getting his PhD somewhere now. Was it a happy relationship? Yes. He actually planted roses that spelled out prom in my front yard to ask me our senior year. I couldn't believe anyone would do something so loving for me. He he was always doing sweet things like that. I wish I still had some of the songs he wrote for me. Mother was furious, obviously. He ruined her landscaping. Do you think she was mad about the landscaping or 
jealous about the attention he was showing you. It, Barry's mother was wonderful. She was a real mother. <laughs> she never flirted with... Flirted? Uh, yes, uh, flirted. Hi, listeners. Laura here, one of the producers of Good Morning Monster. We'd like to take a brief moment to thank our sponsors and tell you a little bit about the fabulous and very fitting services they offer. Good Morning Monster deals with themes on mental health, anxiety, and depression, so we're really grateful to be partnering with HERS on this project. When you're experiencing anxiety or depression, getting help can feel impossible. Adding another thing to the to-do list, building up the energy to reach out, or even just figuring out where to start can feel totally overwhelming. That's why HERS makes it simple to get access to the treatment you need. If you visit forhers.com slash monster, you can complete a free online assessment whenever and wherever you want. A licensed healthcare professional will review your intake and then can prescribe a proven mental health medication if it's right for you. Once prescribed, HERS ships your medication to you directly for free. Plus, through the HERS app, you can track your refills, explore curated content, and message your care team anytime. If you've tried it all, it's time to try hers. Start your free assessment today at forhers.com slash monster. That's forhers.com slash monster. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Controlled substances are not available through our platform. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If there's anything we can take away from Good Morning Monster, it's the lesson that talking things through with a licensed professional can be tremendously helpful when you're struggling with your mental health or you just want to improve your overall happiness. I personally see a therapist regularly when I'm having a rough time, but even when things are going well in my life. I like to consistently improve my coping skills to build greater awareness about how my personal history affects my day-to-day -day now, and to find ways to continue evolving, to continue growing into a healthier, more present version of myself. And I find that talking to a capable but compassionate, objective professional is the best way for me to do that. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge if you need to. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com GMM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash g m m so barry what are you and miss prude doing this evening uh just a history project mrs arlington i told you to call me charlotte don't do your homework come here and learn to tango with me mother uh charlotte don't you think it'd be best if you got something to go over that bathing suit? I think if you've got it, flaunt it. <laughs> well, I, 
I think we're interrupting the kids. I'm sure they prefer to be alone without us grown-ups. Oh, you'd be surprised. We should go. It was disgusting the way my mother flirted with him. She was so blatant. My father didn't do anything about it, but honestly, I think the worst part was I knew that Barry thought my mother was pretty. How did you know that? I'd catch him looking at her, undressing her with his eyes. It it was so awkward and horrible. With me, he was cute and romantic, but she unlocked another side to him. Were you and Barry ever physically intimate? No, we never had sex. Um, I didn't want to be like Mother. But maybe if I had, he wouldn't have... Wouldn't have what? Hey, there you are. Guess how many Smirnoff ices I got behind my back. This one is for you. I'm fine, thank you. I never drank as a kid. I didn't want to behave like Mother. Okay, okie dokie. I'll just drink it then, no problem. Ow, Barry. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) You fell on my ankle. Oh, no. Okay, Uh, let let me kiss it better. Please, stop. Come on. I'm serious. Uh, Oh, Oh, you're mad. Oh, you're really mad at me. Please don't be mad at me. I'm, I'm so sorry. I am really, really, really sorry. It's okay. You didn't hurt me like that badly. You're just so freaking annoying. I know why you're mad. Drink. And it wasn't, it, it wasn't, I, I don't know, it, 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 it wasn't my what fault. What are you talking about? Your mom, she, I don't know, it, it doesn't matter. You're, you're mad at me and I'm sorry. I, look, look at me, look at me. Madeline, I'm sorry. Look, can you tell? I am so sorry. He didn't have to say it outright. I knew what he was talking about. (laughs) He had sex with my mother. Mother seduced him, and they carried on for nearly a month until his drunken conscience betrayed him. We tried to work through it because I still loved him, but that kind of betrayal, it's just, it's, it's something you don't come back from. And that was the end of Barry. (laughs) That's betrayal on so many levels. Both your mother and boyfriend betrayed your trust. And they and they lied to you for an entire month. Yeah. He, he couldn't even say it was a stupid mistake because you, you, you don't make a stupid mistake over and over again for an entire fucking month. I am so sorry, Madeline. And it wasn't just losing Barry that broke my heart. I, I also lost his family, his wonderful mother. I, I was absolutely crushed. My mother had hurt me a lot over the years, but this was by far the most heart-wrenching. Well, up until that point, at least. Did you ever confront her about what happened? Oh, yes. Where's Barry, Ben? Maddie? I haven't seen Barry lately. Oh, Duncan, it's high school. Boys come and go. I know they did in my life. His name is Barry, and I care. Maddie? The sentimentality between you two is staggering. We broke up. Oh, I'm sorry, Maddie. What what happened? They broke up because that's what children do. 
It was too awkward for him to visit me after what happened. Our house is big, but no house is big enough to house that. What do you mean? Yes, Madeline, what do you mean by that exactly? You'd know better than me. <laughs> oh, you slay me, Madeline, truly. The things you come up with were ridiculous. Just tell your father the truth. Barry left you for another girl at school who wasn't as uptight and prudish. Did you really expect him to wait around for you forever? Charlotte, I... Yes? Yes, dear? I... Yes? I'm... going for a cigar. She didn't say a word the next day until I got home from school. Fred! Fred? Where are you, you silly goose? Lily, where's Fred? I haven't seen him today. Welcome home, darling. Are you looking for Fred? Yes, I can't find him. Have you seen him? Oh, you know, I took Fred in for his clipping today, and the vet said he was riddled with cancer. Oh, my God. Yes, they had to put him down. So sad. It was the only... It was the only time that I had stood up to her and she killed Fred. I'm so sorry, Madeline. My father locked the berry thing away in his vault of denial and we never spoke about it again. But he never forgave Mother for Fred. Something changed after that. It was like she'd finally sucked all the life out of him. It wasn't long before she moved to Florida with Jack. What a horrible, horrible thing for a mother to do to her child. Now I see why you and your father are terrified of her. I'm still not over it. <laughs> I mean, obviously. There is no way that Fred had cancer. I would have... I, I would have known. I can't believe that's even legal for a vet to kill an animal for no reason. Sometimes I hope that she had dropped him at the shelter instead, that, that, that at least he would be alive. But even, even if he'd be sad and lonely... Your mother stole both Barry and Fred in the most cruel ways imaginable. Horribly disproportionate retribution. And when you stood up to her, she essentially said, if you cross me again, I'll retaliate with something so awful, it will destroy you. This fed your belief that she was all-powerful. I never should have said anything. Wait, what do you mean? If I hadn't said anything about Barry, Fred would be alive. No, Madeline, none of this is your fault. You bonded to your mother's cruelty and indifference... You had to endure her torture. And the one time you tried to stand up to her, she retaliated ruthlessly, reinforcing your inability to create or enforce boundaries or accept healthy, loving relationships. 
Maybe you're right. I'm sorry, uh, Dr. Gildener, but I need to excuse myself for a moment. Of course. Is everything okay? It's too much coffee. I'll, I'll be back. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. You reached Michael Gildener. Please leave a message and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Michael, I really need you to call me back. Okay, I get that you're angry, but can we just talk? Jesus. Okay, let's just, can we just, let's just talk about it. I should be done in half an hour. Sorry to keep you waiting. Anton and I are going to MoMA later, and I can't have my makeup running all the way to Brooklyn. Luckily, Vienna always has my travel makeup bag on hand. It's not a problem. It's funny how Anton's name seems to come up in every session, and yet I don't know much about him. Is he single? Yes. Is this home a visit a date? I'll thank you to wipe that smirk off your face, Dr. Gildener. It is a work event, nothing more. But do you care for him? Well, I wouldn't sleep with him, if that's what you're asking. I wasn't. We work well together. I, I, We don't run in the same circles. You still have the entire antique world in common. Oh. I told you, Anton has zero business sense. Well, if you wanted business sense, you could have stayed with Joey. <laughs> Anton hasn't been in the U.S. very long. He barely speaks English. Okay, well, you'll have to come up with something much worse before we dismiss Anton. He seems to be the only loyal man in your life. Why are you making so many excuses? Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, but why would he want me? I'm grouchy. I scream. I failed at relationships. I'm riddled with cancer. I'm so neurotic, it's pathetic. Like I said, we need to work on your self-esteem. You have so many things to offer a significant other, Madeline. Anton has done right by you throughout everything. Yes, well, I do pay him. He's gone above and beyond the call of duty as an employee. One thing I do like is when he leaves every night, he touches my head and says, What does that mean? I don't know. Something like good night or something. Seems a tad long for good night. Let me look it up. It'll do us both good to brush off our Russian. I can't believe he says it to you every night and you never looked it up or asked him what it means. Here, say it again. Oh, um... Good night, my cherished one. And you never thought to translate it? <laughs> Holy shit. You are a woman who knows the daily value of the yen and speaks multiple languages. You're incredibly diligent with the information you consume, which tells me that you've deliberately avoided translating what Anton's been saying because your fear of love is like a vice grip on your heart and mind. You don't want him on an airplane, right? You're a monster and you think he'll be taken away from you as punishment, just like Fred. His plane will crash and it's all too frightening for you to lose someone as kind, good, and caring as Anton. I think this overwhelming fear is your bizarre way of telling yourself that you love Anton. Fuck off. What the fuck just happened? 
major Madeline meltdown. She told me to tell you that therapy is permanently concluded. She said to get you a check. Good Morning Monster is a Dear Media production. Produced with Wolf at the Door. Based on Catherine Gildner's literary work, Good Morning Monster. Starring Britt Lauer as Kathy, Aya Cash as Madeline, Dan Stevens as Duncan, and Judith Light as Charlotte. This episode also features Amber Amon, Carolina Hoyos, Jack Baca, Jono Wilson, and Anna Visitor. Good Morning Monster was executive produced, written, and created by Catherine Gildner. The show was written and produced by Alexandra E. Hartman. Directed and produced for Dear Media by Laura Ramaday. Executive produced by Winnie Kemp, Alex Kemp, and Chica Barbosa for Wolf at the Door. Executive produced for Dear Media by Jocelyn Falk, Paige Port, Lauren Bostick, and Michael Bostick. Casting by Kate Geller, CSA, assisted by Ross Schenker. Music composition by Daniel Burnell. Dialogue editing by Darren Bowling. Sound design and mix by Josh Falcon. Recording engineering by Bo Milkis. Associate produced for Wolf at the Door by Makatsi Rakundo. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a rating and review. 